What's up, everybody? And welcome back to When People Listen, the podcast. We are now on episode six, y'all. So we've already done a full month of podcasts, and I'm grateful for this opportunity. Of course, shout out goes to, as always, Onyx Urban Radio, the best internet radio station on the planet by way of Onyx Urban Media Group. Once again, guys, I'm getting all the prelims out the way because we're going to get right into this episode right after. Um, Again, the awards show, Onyx Urban Media Awards, October 15th at Spring Lane Cinemas, 4 o'clock. If you haven't bought your ticket yet, bless your heart, honey, because it's going down that night. That night, we got a lot of performances. We have star-studded presenters there, and it's just going to be great. I'm super excited. As you all know, I am nominated as Writer of the Year this year for the first award show, and I am super honored to be even considered. So, yeah, let's get into it, y'all. So, I wanted to make a part two for the prior episode And here's the reason why. So essentially we can all Google research, you know, better ways to manage stress, what we do currently do to manage stress, whether it be a good or bad habit that we've developed. And honestly, stress goes a little bit deeper than that because sometimes there are things that happen that are out of our control and we can get really overwhelmed. And so we're gonna talk about that. We're gonna talk about the health issues that are directly linked and or are induced by stress. And we're also going to, of course, talk about ways that we can also combat negative thoughts and or flip negative emotions into positive ones regarding different things that occur in our life that can be stressful. So a few things that we definitely cannot control is our work environment, right? We go to work Monday through Friday. Some people work six days a week. Some people work all seven. And we go throughout work and many a thing can go down at work, okay? Coworker gets on your nerve. Something can go wrong with the contract that you may have or are working on. You may be lost in research for some type of project. A client can even get, you know, testy or two sometimes. So definitely things that happen in a current work are uncontrollable to a degree. Believe it or not, weather actually plays into a stressor as well, especially if you work and or do a lot of activity throughout the day outside. Be it the summertime, the winter, the extremes can have effects on our body. Um, And even working in the fall, some people actually go through seasonal depression, especially in the fall. So weather definitely is a factor as well, and we do not control the weather. Another stressor, of course, is each person's social capacity. That includes anything from work to going to the store, 
engaging in social events or activities. And I've spoken about this before in the prior episodes, but everybody's social media and social capacity is definitely not the same. Some people can take being around people for long periods of time and some cannot. And even so, you can't really help who you're around when you're out in the public eye. So that, of course, is something that we cannot control as well. You never know who you're going to see. You might, you know, perhaps worry about seeing an ex or, you know, some old friends you, you may not associate with anymore. Or, you know, just drama field people. So, you know, there's that. Another stressor that we cannot necessarily change is the outcome of a situation and that's just mainly pertaining to dealing with life and dealing with people or different plans and goals that you have that you have an expected outcome but it may go the way you didn't want it to go at the end of the day with a lot of situations we can't control what the outcome is going to be for sure especially if it involves others another one which may be one of the final two that i list is feeling like you're not doing enough maybe regarding your routine analyzing and doing that self awareness of having balance in your life maybe you feel like your life is so routine that you haven't had extra activities that you can do periodically to switch it up and engage your mind engaging in creativity is super important and also engaging in things that will help make a difference are as well so If you feel underwhelmed, sometimes that can be a stressor too. The last one I'll refer to is definitely experiencing some type of discrimination, abuse, hate, whatever the case may be. We can't control when that happens to us. And it definitely causes stress for sure one of the many things people don't understand about the black community as a whole is that we don't ask for any type of discrimination for any person of color we don't ask for these things to occur to us and the majority of the time we do our best to manage our emotions in that moment some people as you've probably seen on plenty videos on the internet are provoked heavily in that area and so for the black community specifically we have had to watch different cases of discrimination hate abuse occur multiple times whether it's the wrong killing of a black person or hate crimes towards black people the mass killings of people in black organizations, churches, schools, um, communities that have been shut down because of black thriving communities back in the day. We didn't ask for any of that. And so to watch all of that play out and we still have to deal with that issue in 
today's time in 2022, that can definitely cause stress. And it's actually more so traumatic than anything to where you've watched it play out and then you continue to have to deal with it. So those are some stressors that I feel our community can't necessarily control. Now there's plenty more, um, especially if you're involved in a relationship, you can't necessarily control all the time what occurs back and forth in the relationship as far as disagreements and happenstances that aren't so positive and things that occur in family relationships as well. Those are things that you can't control all the time, especially if there's any type of childhood trauma that hasn't been addressed, different underlying issues in relationships, family-wise, friendship-wise, whatever the case may be. We have a lot of different factors that play into our becoming stressed and how we manage stress. Because sometimes we can get so overwhelmed to where we feel like we can't handle the stress at all. And so we then decide, okay, well, let me do this to cope so that I can just make it to the next moment, let alone years down the line. I wanted to do this podcast about this subject because a lot of the times, because our emotions are so high, we're only thinking about things that can occur and benefit us in that moment and not considering or taking the moment to slow down and consider what we feel, how we continually feel negatively, how that can actually affect our body in the long run. But now we get to discuss health issues that are directly linked and or are induced by stress. Some of the common things that occur after the body has experienced wear and tear from being anxious, from being depressed, from dealing with stressors on a consistent basis are memory impairment, which is also memory loss, depression or anxiety, uh, developing skin conditions such as eczema, difficulty sleeping, obesity, diabetes, heart disease, digestive problems, and autoimmune diseases. All of these are actually mainly rooted in inflammation. I briefly touched on the body's response to stress and how that plays into having symptoms of anxiety, depression, other things. But when we're talking about inflammation, inflammation basically can run amok in the body because of the overproduction of cortisol. Cortisol and adrenaline are activated during the fight or flight responses. And of course, whenever you have too much of a good thing, it can be bad. And so that is the case here. When you have prolonged cortisol activity, it actually allows inflammation again to just have its way with the body. So now that we know that inflammation is the culprit, how does it play into all of the things that I mentioned before? Well, with memory impairment or memory loss, some things that can actually 
bring that on is having deficiency in B12, emotional trauma, mental disorders that developed, lack of oxygen to the brain, head injury, any type of use of alcohol or drugs or prescription medications, thyroid dysfunction, migraines, having those a lot can definitely cause memory loss for sure, which some of those things that I mentioned are directly linked to having a bunch of inflammation, especially the thyroid dysfunction, as well as the emotional trauma. Depression is pretty self-explanatory where you have deep feelings and emotions regarding self-loathing, loss of self-esteem, and conditions that get worse due to depression are things like arthritis, asthma, cardiovascular disease, cancer, diabetes, and obesity. Now, a couple of these I've already mentioned before, but again, a bunch of inflammation. It can progress other and develop other health issues if not treated correctly and if not handled or managed correctly as well from day to day. There's so much that weighs on our community regarding depression, specifically with our men. And so I take this moment again to recognize the men in our community that work hard, that don't talk about their feelings all of the time, that are possibly afraid to be vulnerable regarding their emotions and their feelings and those that may feel like they can't speak to people because of all of the things that they do in life. For anybody though, because there are a lot of strong black people. Again, as I stated in a prior episode, a lot of us were made to be strong due to how we came about being here. And a lot of that just trickled down our bloodline. The conditions may be different as to why we feel we need to be strong, but the load that we carry is the same, if not worse. So just make sure that you do, of course, go and get help regarding depression because that is linked to other disorders mentally that can progress unhealthily. I'll skip the skin conditions because some of that is actually linked to autoimmune diseases as well. But of course, the immune system mainly cannot function properly when you have a lot of inflammation going on. There's a lot of things that go on in the glands of our body. And when we're deficient in areas, then other areas are affected, such as our skin, our nervous system, our thyroid system, our cardiovascular system. Like literally stress and not dealing with it or unhealthily dealing with stress, it affects the entire body. And the body most of all remembers different traumatic things and events that we may have forgotten about or mentally felt like we've released. And so sometimes even exercising or getting adjusted by a chiropractor or 
getting massages, things that help alleviate stress in the muscles and in certain areas of the body will actually help as well. So again, I'm going to also skip a couple of other ones that I named because they're all interconnected. And we definitely know about heart disease as far as people, specifically our community, being affected by high blood pressure, hypertension, being put on meds to manage that. And sometimes that, that can actually cause someone to pass away as well by having strokes and dealing with different things of that nature as well. But we'll talk about difficulty sleeping real quick, which technically is also a symptom of having anxiety. When you have anxiety, like myself, sometimes you can experience cases or periods of increased insomnia. When you're stressed out or have a lot on your mind, a lot on your mental, and a lot of things are going on, you can't really rest. The mind is going and firing. The brain neurons are firing off everywhere. And so you feel like you're your mind literally is restless. So then your body has kind of like a fight with your mind sort of to where ultimately the mind is still up. Even though the body can be tired, your your voice, your eyes can be tired, all of that. Still with insomnia, a lot of times you can be up until three, four, five a.m. I've actually dealt with that sometimes throughout my life. So that's a beast in itself because how we sleep helps aid the body and helps recover it. Rest is really important and imperative to the body's recovery process with anything, whether we are an athlete, whether we lift and power lift, all that good stuff, or whether we're just average Joes and Joettes, we still need our rest. Everybody needs a good, adequate rest. Another factor that I did mention is digestive problems. Now granted, again, because of how everything is connected, this one here is actually really key. Sometimes people can develop irritable bowel syndrome. Sometimes because your body is not digesting things properly and certain hormones are not released during the digestive system, that can cause diabetes, of course, which is another big health issue in our community that affects hundreds of thousands of people, if not millions. So with digestive problems, of course, you may go from being stressed to where you overeat to compensate for the stressor and make yourself feel good. Or you may undereat and go long periods of time without eating and nourishing the body. And so when you go through such a fluctuating point repeatedly throughout your life, and if it's an extended amount of time, then digestive problems can develop. The two common digestive issues that I know are linked to like anxiety are acid reflux and GERD, which are kind of put in the same category, hemorrhoids and irritable bowel syndrome. 
so with acid reflux and GERD, they are very similar and you have that burning in the chest, the lump in your throat. Um, you feel like you're getting ready to regurgitate the food that you've just eaten with irritable bowel syndrome. Sometimes you can have abdominal pain or cramps, bloating, gas, diarrhea, constipation. And then with hemorrhoids, um, that's a little bit further and a little more graphic, but there's irritation when you try to use the bathroom in that way. Again, with that, I'll also kind of tie obesity into that as well as the factor of diabetes, just because those deal with how your body processes food. And then of course, obesity is how you're intaking food. So all the same system. Regarding autoimmune diseases, we're gonna talk about those for a bit because that's actually pretty common. Type 1 diabetes is one, rheumatoid arthritis is another, psoriasis, multiple sclerosis, inflammatory bowel disease, which most people are familiar with Crohn's disease in that one, Graves' disease, as well as Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Celiac disease is also a common autoimmune disease. But some of these symptoms of having an autoimmune disease are pretty similar. You have fatigue, achy muscles, swelling and redness, low-grade fevers, trouble concentrating, skin rashes or irritations, hair loss, numbness, and tingling in the hands and feet. That's more so some neurological stuff. But again, essentially stress and not dealing with it healthily can induce all these issues. So we have to make sure that at the utmost, we are definitely treating our bodies better by managing stress better. Those were all the health issues that I was able to cover and I really didn't get to delve into them like I wanted to, but on tonight, if you feel like you may have some symptoms of those, don't hesitate to get checked out just in case. Again, we all do what we need to do to get through life for the most part, but when we learn how to adapt accordingly and prevent things, the better off we are and our bodies are in the long run. We want our bodies to work for us. We want our mind to work for us in the best way possible, especially as we're heading towards having a healthier life. So with that mindset in mind, of course, my encouragement, honestly, is to just take a moment, breathe, and always remember that what's going on is not a finite thing. A lot of things can occur and happen, and we may even go through seasons of stressful times, but that doesn't mean that they're gonna always occur, and it's not gonna last forever. Think of living a longer life. Think of living and consider living a healthier life managing our thoughts that are connected to our emotions that of course drive our behaviors play a big part in that 
So we have to make sure that we're always just taking a moment, even in stressful situations, to back up, calm down, and possibly address the situation at a later point in time. Emotions can be linked to certain behaviors, especially if we feel triggered in certain areas of discussion, disagreement, happenstance, what have you. And so it makes the difference to learn yourself some more, to build that self-care and that self-worth and understand what brings you joy in life and what doesn't, what helps you have peace and what doesn't, and adjusting your life accordingly. All of that will help you sustain a longer life because then you'll be able to build boundaries not just towards others or dealing with certain situations but also managing at the head your self boundaries the more you learn the more you grow the better you do and so ultimately I've briefly talked about how to eliminate negative self-talk, manage negative thoughts, and ultimately taking your time with yourself, having grace for yourself in moments of turmoil, stress, anxiety, all the things. I definitely listed some ways to do that, more so on the prior episode, part one of Coping With Stress. You can definitely take a listen to that episode, and I would recommend you listen to that one first before you listen to this one. At the end of the day, when life hits, you know, sometimes you wanna go out, you take a load off, have a few drinks, this, that, and a third. Sometimes people even, you know, revert to building physical connections or engaging in physical activity regarding sex and stuff like that to be an outlet for stress. But ultimately, the best work that we can do from the start is managing ourselves, dealing with ourselves on the inside so that we don't begin to develop different habits that could connect to other things and become other things and other illnesses, issues, etc. later on down the line. Once that behavior and the body is conditioned afterwards, it's hard to reset your body to what it was created to do before regarding managing stress. I say all that to say, let's strive to be and do better. If we want to chase around these kids, if you want to see them get married and develop their own families, we've got to be better to ourselves and make sure that we take ourselves into account when we are making life changes for the better. Even though the next generation is up and coming, They still need us. And shout out to the generations before mine that are still here. When we all know and grow together, it will make such a big difference. But we've got to take care of ourselves 
so that we can take care of others, especially those that we love and care about regarding family, friends, different people we're connected to, all that good stuff. We've got some work to do, y'all, and it's not easy. Adjusting your lifestyle to be more healthy takes commitment and it takes work and consistency. Trust and believe I am there with you. So many transitions can occur to where our schedules get thrown off and sometimes you can't do things like you did before. So you have to readjust some things, maybe change your routine, change times of events, maybe miss some events. Don't stretch yourself too thin in this process as well. Make time for rest, make time for self-care, and make time, of course, for meditation and or prayer if you are a person of faith. That's all I have, of course, for this episode, you guys, but I wanted to get deep because so many things happen to where there are things out of our control. Some things we can't control, some things we can't. But ultimately, again, let's just be better. Nowadays, there is nothing stopping us from achieving our goals to being as healthy as possible. Let's manage stress better. I love y'all. And as always, I 